0: around the globe, it's time for your R.M. World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. 1-800-387-8025 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
1: You know, most of you probably out there right now know that the 737 is the most popular jet flying in the air today, and in 7 hours and 37 minutes, Well, summer officially arrives. Welcome aboard, America. It is June 20th. It's 10.06 a.m. Eastern Time here in the hot and humid New York City area. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, wherever or however you may be hearing my voice, we appreciate all of you joining us for America's number one travel radio show. As we kick off today's live broadcast, we have so much travel news that we want to get to, uh, you know, since the pile just keeps growing here in our New York area studio where Mary and I are, and also up there in St. Paul where Rudy is.
2: That's right. But first, I have to say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, and Rudy, and most especially to the guy sitting across from me, who's a fantastic dad to our two boys. So well, happy that, Father's Day, everybody. Thank, thank, you,
3: you, Robert very thank you very much. Rudy, very much. to be it. a father, as I'm sure Robert is.
1: Yes, a little uh, different type of Father's Day we're going to have this year. But uh, nonetheless, yes, happy Father's Day to all the dads out
2: there. We'll make so, it thank fun. Thank you, Mary. Yeah. All right, so getting back to this travel news, first of all, it's good to have some travel news going around, but we have been joking off-air that we really, we could do an entire show just on travel news um, Mm -hmm. because over the past few weeks, we really haven't had a lot of time to share a lot of it with all of you. Um, But before we do get into that travel news, I want to let you all know that we have new travel polls up on the homepage of our website, rmworldtravel.com. The first question we're asking is, are you concerned about a second or third wave of the coronavirus? And the second poll question is, if there is a second or a third wave of the coronavirus, will you stop to quarantine again and not travel?
1: I just looked before the show and I have to tell you, we'll see next week the results surprise me dramatically because uh, they are complete opposites, those two questions. So you guys yeah, have to go very check. very
3: Somebody talking about a third wave? I was just well, worried about the second it, wave. Is it yeah, now yeah, a third exactly.
1: wave? Maybe? It's just gonna keep going. Well, anyway, we'll see. All right, uh, but know, do go vote rmworldtravel.com. Uh, we'll share the results next week. We're gonna get right into the travel news, as Mary said. And I'm going to start off with this. Uh, Coming up in, I guess, about seven minutes or so, Mary and I, were going to be speaking with Terry Dale. He's the CEO of the U.S. Tour Operators Association. And when it comes to a different type of tour or a way to travel, if you will, news came yesterday from the Cruise Line uh, International Association. They're known as CLIA for the most part in the industry. They announced that ocean cruises will now be, they're going to extend the suspension of service from U.S. ports at least until September 15th. So this really means no cruises from U.S. ports this summer on vessels that are able to carry 250 people or more, uh, which would be most of the big cruise lines. And separately, our show partner, Carnival Corporation, and all of their brands like Seaborn and Princess and so forth, uh, they had a report this week that they will likely lose up to $650 million per month for the rest of 2020. All right. Well, we had
2: some good news in the Senate this week. Uh, The Great American Outdoors Act was passed in a sweeping bipartisan vote. It now goes to the House where it's expected to pass and then on to the president's desk where he has indicated he will sign it. Um, Basically, our parks have been dealing with millions of dollars worth of backlog and maintenance in terms of trails, uh, roads that need to be paved, bathrooms that need to be fixed. Basically, you know, total restoration of our parks. This bill could potentially create hundreds of thousands of jobs in the outdoor recreation space and if it's passed and signed, 9.5 billion dollars to address these issues will be spread out over five years and it's not taxpayer money, it's royalties from onshore and offshore energy development on the federal lands and waters. So this is a big deal for the conservation of our parks. Interesting. 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 That. Yep. Yeah, that's it's kind of exciting. Well,
3: speaking right. of second wave, you know, of course, Wuhan, China, was the epicenter, the start of the of this virus, uh, the gift that's been given to the rest of the world, and uh, China put the smackdown on it, pretty pretty big, as you can when you're running a virtually a dictatorship, and uh, things were going pretty well. Um, they were reporting no new anyway. That changed uh, in the last week or so. Beijing suddenly found that it's out of a seafood market in town, apparently uh, 100 people uh, had to go under quarantine immediately. And there had been a little squabble between China and the United States about flights. Uh, China said it wasn't going to fly to the United States. So the United States said, we're not going to fly to China. And China said, well, OK, we'll fly. So they had finally reached an agreement for a couple flights to begin to Beijing, to the capital. Um, but those are now stopped because of this Beijing thing. Pe- people in Shanghai don't want anybody from Beijing to come in. So, so that might indeed, be the then.
1: second wave there. Already. That's Maybe their that's second wave, to, yeah. 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 So, so we'll see. Hmm.
3: If you were planning to go to China later this year, you know, monitor the news because it's it's dicey.
1: Uh, it certainly is. Um, okay. You know, there's so many different places. What direction where, do, where do you want exactly? to go in? I, I have literally so many have things here that it's just, we're going around. Let, let's go here. Uh, first thing, you know, Rudy just said, going to China. I, I'm not sure how many people are going or are not going, but I will say a large number of people, uh, you included, you know, Mary. Mary wanted to do this next week. She had some plans. If you're planning Canada. to go to Canada or mm-hmm. go to Mexico, well, this week, the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, they agreed to keep the border closed to non-essential travel at least until July 21st. This is obviously mm-hmm. related to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. A good, good news, I guess, is, you know, essential cross-border workers like health care professionals, airline crew, and truck drivers, they're still permitted so that at least is going on and then you know if you are a shopper or you enjoy family theme parks well this is right in rudy's neck of the wood there next neck of the woods i guess it would say uh you know mall of america outside of minneapolis it's a fun place to visit i know rudy you like to go and walk around there and so forth uh but because of the coronavirus and also from what i've seen because of the riots that have occurred up there obviously with what's happened in recent weeks it's hurting in a major, way, major way. This week, Mall of America missed another payment of 1.4 billion uh, of their mm-hmm. mortgage that they have. Mm-hmm. The actual payment that they missed was seven million dollars uh, on the debt for June, and it's the third missed payment in consecutive months, putting the complex's future. In question, and that's because you know, folks. If you haven't been there, this is like almost a six million square foot complex. It's you know where the Vikings used to I don't know what you do play. with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got and over five hundred stores. It's the uh,
2: American Dream in New Jersey. It
1: is and, and that's center. and they leverage that's a whole, yeah. and that's part of this thing. But the the thing about Mall of America, they've got five hundred stores and restaurants, but they you know they had that indoor theme park, Nickelodeon Universe. Yeah, that's the whole still closed. Of it. yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. that's why it no close. one's going. Yeah, so, and sure. as Mary just yeah. said. The American Dream mega mall that's been opened in New Jersey to be the counterpart, they leveraged the Mall of America. There are big problems with that. So,
3: mm-hmm. uh, You know, you mentioned anyway. Canada and Mexico, Robert. Um, listen, the, Australia's tourism minister says the country may not allow any international travel. That's into or out of the country. You can't even come out if you're Australian until 2021. Yeah, that's yeah, six I months from now.
2: Through at least the yeah. end of this year. Right. That's yeah.
3: incredible.
1: Yeah, and I saw Qantas isn't flying uh, You know, their, their, trans, their international flights for a while still.
2: All right, well, quick tease. It's International Pineapple Week. What does that mean? Well, the uh, pineapple goes way, way back, more than 500 years, way back to the seafaring days. It's long been considered. You can look up some history about it. Long been considered a symbol of hospitality. It is the symbol for preferred hotels and resorts, one of our partners. And coming up in the second hour today, we're going to talk more about that with some top chefs from two hotels. We are. We're going to
1: cover the Hotel Californian and the Broadmoor, and we're going to have some great recipes. That'll be an hour two. In three minutes, though, we're headed to the show hotline. Terry Dale is going to be here for our Chief Travel Leader segment. He's with the U.S. Tour Operators Association. We've got a jam packed show, everyone. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800 387 8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back.
2: Why is finding promo codes that actually work so hard? With Honey, it doesn't have to be. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes so you don't have to search for one yourself. All you need to do is download joinhoney.com carry to your computer, head to one of your favorite shopping sites like Walmart, Home Depot, eBay, Target, etc. And when you check out, you simply click the little Apply Coupons button that pops up. Download Honey on your computer for free today at joinhoney.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com.
1: to share that mary and i as well as rudy are true believers in the importance of travel insurance it's affordable and protects in so many ways there are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is travel guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at travelguard.com, or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
3: With all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why you need to know about Simply Safe Home Security. Simply safe has made it easy to finally get protection for your entire home. You order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24/7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins and more. For just 50 cents a day, head to simplysafe.com/carry and get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's simplysafe.com/carry, that's C A R E Y, or for more info visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
0: Okay, Mary and I are
1: back with you on this 20th day of June in 2020. And since Terry Dale is already holding on the show hotline, we're going to share a quick word from our friends at Travel Guard Travel Insurance, and then we're going to get right into today's installment of the Chief Traveler Series.
2: Right, so there's a new survey from NerdWallet. They polled more than 2,000 Americans. And when it comes to new travel bookings, 45% of those questions say they'll now be buying travel insurance for all their future trips. We've been saying this for years now that you just never know when it comes to emergency travel situations. And rather than putting your investment or your well-being being at risk, get covered from our friends at TravelGuard.com. It's affordable and it gives protection in a lot of different ways. You know,
1: I'd like to think that we help influence those polls a bit, Mary, since we do talk (laughs) about the need for travel insurance regularly on this program. Folks, there are different types of coverages to protect your specific needs. Whatever level or type that you choose for your travels, get protection from TravelGuard.com. You'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
2: In recent weeks, you've heard us talking with many top travel industry leaders as we get real-time reports on operations and expectations involving travel and the coronavirus and even the unrest that's occurring out there as well. So for today's exclusive Chief Travel Leader interview, we're going to be joined right now by Terry Dale, the CEO of the U.S. Tour Operators Association.
1: Welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show, Terry. Mary and I appreciate you joining us today and the million or so listeners tuned in across the nation.
4: It's great to be with you.
1: Well, great to have you with us for sure so you know we've been checking in both on air and off air with many of the top travel leaders since the forced coronavirus shutdown occurred back in march clearly we're in challenging times And most people, though, I think are hopeful and optimistic for a positive recovery. We certainly can talk about airlines, hotels and resorts, cruise lines, car rentals, travel agents, CVBs, and many other sectors of the travel world that have been hit hard by the pandemic. But tour operators are right up there at the top, for sure, and clearly dependent on some of these other industries that I just mentioned. So from your perspective at USTOA, where do you stand right now on this Father's Day weekend at about 1020 AM on Saturday morning?
4: Well, first and foremost, Happy Father's Day! To Thank you very much. Same to you. Which is great. Uh, you know what? Uh, you you hit on a word that I use all the time, and that is hopeful. We remain very hopeful for the tour operator segment of the travel industry, as I don't have to explain to you. We are reliant upon every single segment of the travel industry because this is a travel package. So we rely on the airlines as our partners, the hotel industry as our partner, the ground operators, the attractions, Absolutely. the museums, mm-hmm. the restaurants. So all of these, we need to somehow fit into a safe, secure experience for our customers. So it's, it's a real challenge. Um, we're up for the challenge. I think over the decades, we've demonstrated that we can be resilient and agile And uh, we're working on that today. But I think that first and foremost, we really have to be in alignment with all the different governments from around the world, to be quite truthful. Because we may have customers who want to go over to Europe the end of July or August. But if that government isn't receiving U.S. travelers, then the door has been closed. So a lot of what we do is trying to open – lines of communication to see where the different countries are as far as accepting U.S. travelers and then making sure that the different components of our travel package are doing everything that they can to keep our customers safe. So it's all about instilling confidence, but as you know, it's, it's a complicated
5: process.
2: Terry, so on that note, I want to, I would love for you to expand for our listeners a little bit about the ground operations piece. We're hearing a lot about what the airlines are doing, the cruise companies, but specifically you are going to depend on, people are going to depend on the tour bus business, which of course has come to a halt right now. Um, Motor coaches and tour buses are a huge part in uh, the tour business. And it's sort of part of the experience, the expectation on certain tours. And there are touch points involved, just like there are with flying again, in terms of the close seating and all of this. So even if tour buses reduce their capacity by half, they begin to clean the seats and the handrails more than they were, you know, were clinging before, there must be some concerns about this. And I'd love to know how you see this sector managing all of this.
4: Well, and, and that's a very good question, Mary. I think first and foremost, when you think about the uh, concept of group travel, and I will say even starting pre-pandemic, one of the leading trends identified by our members last fall was small group travel, Mm -hmm. and I think we're only going to see that amplified once we come through this cycle of the COVID-19 pandemic. But uh, when you think about us, even if it's a small or larger group, you're somewhat contained with people who are hopefully practicing Uh, the measures that we as an industry advocate where you wear masks, you frequently wash your hands, um, and and you take all the necessary steps. That is probably a safer environment than if you are a solo traveler out with the masses going into different hotels Mm -hmm. and restaurants on your own without any kind of um, clearance or... uh, Checking to make well, at
1: least there are a set of protocols that are being yeah. followed yeah. Uh, that hopefully yeah, you can have some point.
4: confidence in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with, you know, small group travel or, or uh, tours, that vetting process is happening right now. So our members are only going to take you to establishments and partners who they have confidence are meeting, you know, the guidelines and protocols that we have set as an industry.
1: Well, so, let, let me ask you about something on that, okay? Because, you know, for yeah. a few months now, I've been, you know, certainly expressing some concern related to the smaller tour operators, mid and long term. And what I mean by that is is they, they oftentimes, they'll maybe they're going to lack the same financial reserves, the market base or the infrastructure as the bigger companies out there, whether it's, you know, Tauk or Collette or Trafalgar or mm-hmm. Intrepid, wh- whomever. We can think of all of these, you know, Globus, another one. And those companies out there right now, they're offering no risk deposit. They're offering changes up to 30 days prior to departure, and they do have greater depth in their organizations to allow them maybe to go smaller um, but still survive. So uh, I'd love to know right now, for folks listening across the country, what are some things that you would personally recommend that somebody who wants to go on a tour, that they ask from their operator they're working with or, frankly, require from them before they book?
4: Well, first and foremost, uh, we just released yesterday a set of uh, guidance for our members. Uh, it's not mandatory, so I, I want to make sure that that's clear. Okay. But uh, what we think are minimums that all USTOA members uh, should follow or at least look and analyze that. And I will say that this was done uh, in tandem with the European Tour Operator Association and the Canadian Association of Tour Operators. That's good. You're all together on that. Oh, wow, that's, that's good. Same. That's going to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Which, which was was a, a big step, but we recognize that we all have some overlapping members, and why should these three uh, major tour operator associations individually create their own protocols that we should do this collectively? So we, we shared those yesterday uh, with our respective members. So I would say, A, to a consumer out there book with confidence with one of those members whether it's ETOA or Cato or USTOA um, because we are taking as a a segment um, the necessary steps to educate and to protect and you know one of the things that I'll say um, if there is a silver lining to this pandemic and it's it's hard to think of a silver lining but with, with a tour operator at USTOA, um, you can go on an experience or a package with confidence that you're going to travel with complete professionals who are going to look out for your well-being and whether Mother Nature should flex her muscle, or there is a pandemic or there's um, a government uprising. The, the security net that we cast and, and take care of the customers uh, pays back tenfold, so I, I really think it's it's really about being careful with who you choose to travel with, and and don't be afraid to ask questions. And well, you know, hopefully
1: good you advice can- for sure. And Terry, listen, we we have so many things that we want to get into with you. Unfortunately, we've got about twenty seconds left, so I'm, we're going to have to <laughs> leave it right there, uh, which just means we're going to have to have you yeah, back, and exactly. we'll get into everything else, and we'll pick this up, but. <laughs> I Folks, I do want to recommend you go to the website. It's USTOA.org. That's for the U.S. Tour Operators Association, USTOA.org. And also check out, they they offer the $1 million traveler's assistance program. Look into that really important thing. Terry, thanks for your time. Happy Father's Day. Enjoy the weekend. Thank
2: you, Robert. Have a great weekend. Take care.
1: All right, there goes Terry Dale, folks. Uh, that was a good interview with Amazing. him. We still have four or five things really we wanted to get points. to with
2: him. We will
1: be back. And so we will have to do that in a future date. Right now, though, we're going to pause for a quick break. Please be sure to connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. You can do it all at RM World Travel. You can also link over from our website, rmworldtravel.com. Eight more segments to go today in the show. We're going to get to it all and more after this quick break.
2: finding promo codes that actually work so hard. With Honey, it doesn't have to be. Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes so you don't have to search for one yourself. All you need to do is download joinhoney.com carry to your computer, head to one of your favorite shopping sites like Walmart, Home Depot, eBay, Target, etc. And when you check out, you simply click the little apply coupons button that pops up. Download Honey on your computer for free today at joinhoney.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com.
0: Welcome back to the show. This segment of the
3: program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar-busting protection for your home or business, simplysafecom slash carry. With all the uncertainty in the world we're living through, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why we like to talk to you about this award-winning security system. simplysafecom slash carry has made it easy to finally get comprehensive protection. And it's so easy. There's no technician or salesperson who needs to come and disrupt your home. There's no need to pay outrageous monthly fees or to sign a contract. Here's how it works. You simply order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and boom—you've got immediate 24/7 protection with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. Best of all, it's only 50 cents a day, and we're not the only fans of this protection. Simply Safe provides U.S. News and World Report named Simply Safe the best overall home security of 2020. So what are you waiting for? Go to simplysafe.com. That's S M P L I, simply with an I. Go to simplysafe.com/slash/carrey, C A E Y, and you'll receive free shipping on your order and a sixty-day money-back guarantee. Or, as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, given uh, the sequestering at home that's been going on the last few months, we have talked a lot about. Uh, upcoming travel, and focused a lot on road trips with RVs, et cetera, et cetera, We have got a road warrior par excellence as my next guest. His name is Joe Yogerst, excuse me, Yogurst, Y-O-G-E-R-S-T. He is a writer, editor, and photographer, and he has uh, helped National Geographic put together a lot of their books, including a new one called 100 Parks, 5,000 ideas, and it's filled with travel tips and the usual beautiful photography you expect out of National Geographic, and it focuses on national, state, and city parks throughout North America. Joe, welcome to the show.
6: Thanks very much, Rudy. Thanks for having me.
3: So, you've been around, you were born and raised in Southern California, according to your bio, but you've uh, uh, worked on four continents including uh, with countries including South Africa, London, Hong Kong, and Singapore. You've seen some parks in your life, I guess.
6: I have probably seen somewhere between 100 and 150 national parks around the world.
3: And there are some parks opening up right now. We'll list some of them in just a few minutes, but let's talk generally about how you and and National Geographic selected the parks to be included in this book.
6: Well, National Geographic has done national park books for years and they've been very good and very successful. And this time is something different. We thought, why not include all types of parks in Canada and the US? Big city parks like Central Park or Golden Gate Park and some national forests, some some really legendary state parks like Adirondack and Niagara Falls and uh, even some national wildlife refuges.
3: All right, so it's a, it embraces more uh, more parks. How does it fit into being a road warrior? Are there uh, tips uh, 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 about things that you can do around there, or where you can stay and that sort of thing around the park?
6: There are tips on where to stay, where to eat. Um, sometimes the chapters include uh, specific drives you can take or detours you can take to nearby areas that are really cool. Um, so it's really packed with information on seeing the park different ways. Um, driving through, um, hitting a bunch of parks in the same trip, um Or um, if you live in a city and or or new to a city, you know, what you can do in Central Park or Mont-Royal and Montreal and things like that.
3: I love it. I I like the idea that you can take driving trips uh, both through the park, obviously, or in some cases, um, or at least in the region around it. Um, Did you put all this together? I
6: wrote every single word,
3: yes. And um, the the outline,
6: all all of them are my ideas. Um, I basically asked my editors at Geographic if they had any input, and their input was similar to what I already had on my outline. And uh, so, yes, it's – sort of the first time they've given me free reign to do 100% of the outline and 100% of the content. So I'm very pleased with that.
3: Having worked on a couple of National Geographic books, I know that is very different than the way they normally do it. Good for you, Joe. Well done. My guest, Joe Yogerst, has uh, has, uh, written a new book on the parks called 1,000 Parks, 5,000 Ideas on national, state, and local parks in the United States. We're talking to you about it now. Did you do, I know you've got a, you call them, on-route eats. Did you actually uh, choose restaurants and places to eat that were of interest in your parks? I
6: uh, I did. And I tried to choose places where I myself um, am able to eat or did eat. Um, so in Adirondack Park, for instance, in upstate New York, which is the largest park of any kind east of the Mississippi, I found a great little local pub called the Shamrock near Saranac Lake. And just by accident, really, I was driving around looking for a place to eat at night in the dark, and I came across this lone neon sign at the side of the road and stopped in there, and it was uh, amazing burgers and amazing, if you're into beer, amazing local craft beer at the Shamrock. Um,
3: Which goes to prove there's an Irish pub or bar everywhere in the world.
6: Oh, yeah, exactly. And (laughs) I remember another one near um, Glacier National Park in Montana called... uh, lula's in whitefish montana where they had amazing huckleberry pie so it's things like that. I, I really like to include little local restaurants like that.
3: I would make a detour for that. Let me list some of the parks that are opening now real fast because we only have less than a minute left. Uh, the Dry Tortigas National Park in Florida, Mammoth Cave in Kentucky, Voyagers in Minnesota, Big Bend in Texas, Rocky Mountain in Colorado, Zion in Utah, Yellowstone and Grand Teton in Wyoming, Yosemite in California, Teddy Roosevelt in North Dakota, and the Shenandoah in Virginia. Is there one of those in the 20 seconds we have left, your favorite?
6: Well, Yosemite is the one that I went to most recently right before the lockdown to write a whole issue of National Geographic magazine about Yosemite, which just Uh came out last week in conjunction with the park reopening again.
3: Okay, we'll, um, we'll put that down as your favorite. Joe Yogerst is the website, joeyogerst.com. You'll find links to many of the books he's been involved in, but particularly this one, 1,000 Parks, 5,000 Ideas from National Geographic. Joe,
0: thanks for joining us today.
6: Thanks for having me, Rudy. Take care.
0: We'll be right back.
2: why is finding promo codes that actually work so hard with honey it doesn't have to be honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes so you don't have to search for one yourself all you need to do is download joinhoney.com carry to your computer head to one of your favorite shopping sites like walmart home depot ebay target etc and when you check out you simply click the little apply coupons button that pops up download honey on your computer for free today at joinhoney.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com
7: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at RocketMortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. and NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
8: Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day.
7: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During the challenging times we're all experiencing, Our top priority is the health and safety of the communities we serve. And while it's true that things are changing rapidly every day, one thing that'll never change is our commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience. At Rocket Mortgage, our guiding philosophy of every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, exists for times like right now. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. If you currently work with us and need assistance with your mortgage, contact us 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. As we all think about ways to save money, let me remind you that mortgage rates are near historic lows. If you think right now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at RocketMortgage.com Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030.
1: Mike Lindale and the MyPillow team have some excellent offers waiting for you when you use our special promo code CARRY. For example, duvet covers are just $69.99, a $30 savings. Ease of Dreams bed sheets or flannel sheets buy one get one free. Their terrific towels and washcloths are also buy one get one free on the six piece sets. And premium MyPillows buy one get one free or save 30% on their mattress toppers. You'll also get a 60-day money-back guarantee plus a warranty. They're all under radio specials at MyPillow.com with promo code carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out
8: the map, get out the map
9: lay your fingers.
0: To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection.
3: Nice to have you in the house today. This portion of our national travel program is sponsored by relieffactor.com. Do you suffer from chronic pain or inflammation? Well, Robert and Mary and I want to try and see if we can get you out of that pain. With Relief Factor, you'll get all the pain relief benefits without the negative effects of ibuprofen or other over-the-counter medications that can be harmful to your body. All you have to do is go to relieffactor.com and easily order your three-week trial pack for just $19.95. Here's an email from Eileen, who is a show fan in Kentucky, who writes us, thanks to you all, I received my Relief Factor two weeks ago. Sheltering at home, my pain was only getting worse to the point where walking was a problem. I'm only 57 years old, but as you know, some things don't work like they used to. I want you to know that I'm walking... Fairly normally again And I'm dancing to music On the television and radio I started the first few days With three packs I'm down to two a day now Just wanted to let you know That you've totally Changed my life I really love your show Thank you so much You can't know What Relief Factor Has done for me Well I think we do know now So stop popping Those harmful over the counter Painkillers Relief Factor Contains just four Simple ingredients that work For less than you'd spend On a cup of daily coffee You can now try A three week supply For only nineteen ninety-five. 95 Visit ReliefFactor.com For more info Or you can find the link As always at RMWorldTravel.com Under sponsors One of the world's most enduring mysteries is who in prehistoric times built a ring of huge stones in southwestern England called Stonehenge. And what was its purpose? Was it for pagan rituals? Was it for burials? It's a favorite spot for visitors to the UK. And with the upcoming southern uh, solstice, it's even more popular. We have an expert on board. Heather Sabir is the senior property curator at Stonehenge for English Heritage. English Heritage watches over famous sites in the UK. Uh, but this year, due to COVID-19, visitors apparently are not going to be able to go to Stonehenge on the solstice, which is June 20th. Solstice, of course, is the longest day of the year that marks the start of summer. Okay, Heather, just a little background. What is, wh- why is Stonehenge of importance to the summer solstice?
9: Right, well, Stonehenge is a unique prehistoric monument. Uh, as I'm sure your listeners will know, it's a huge stone circle. Well, it's a, it's a series of stone uh, monuments uh, set in a bank in a ditch, and um, it's really unique because it has architectural features. And one of those architectural features is that it is built on a solstice axis, and it's built to reflect the midsummer sunrise, and uh, we think also the midwinter sunset, which might have been more important. But certainly, the midsummer sunrise, we think, was probably a time of cel- celebration for the people that built Stonehenge.
3: And that's amazing because we're talking thousands of years ago um, and, 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 and the folks then were hip enough, so to speak, to to realize there were certain times of the year that pretty much this one thing happened. Winter, well, winter solstice and summer solstice. And, and they built. And we, of course, don't know where some of the stones come from. We and we still don't know why it was built, do we?
9: Well, we can have a pretty good idea. I think the thing you need to remember is that these people were exactly the same as us. They just had different technology. And, uh, but not only that, you know, they would have been much more aware of uh, the seasons and the moon and the stars, the movement for the moon and the, uh, the stars and the sun in particular. True. Uh, and, you know, whether they had people that we would call astronomers, I don't know. But they certainly would have had a lot of people who would have followed the pattern of the movements of the celestial bodies in the sky, but also the seasons, the length of day, uh, you know. And these were people who were, they were agriculturalists. They were growing their own food. They were keeping livestock as well. Um, you know, so the, the seasons of growing would have been very much part of their, their life cycle, sure. if you like.
3: Well, do what I we un- do uh, know is- I'm sorry, sorry to uh, I- interrupt you, Heather, but we just have a minute or so left. Do I understand correctly that the public will not be invited during the solstice to Stonehenge, but there's going to be a virtual summer solstice That's at Stonehenge? Right. Give uh, us a, give us a description yes, of that in one minute. In the
9: UK, yes, we still can't have mass gatherings, so uh, we're actually live streaming the sunset tomorrow evening and the sunrise on Sunday morning. Uh, the solstice is technically. 2238 BST, I'm not sure what that is for you, minus five or something, but um, yeah, Uh, and then people would normally have celebrated the sunrise uh, the next morning, which for us is Sunday morning. So yes, we'll be live streaming, and uh, anyone can watch that from anywhere in the world, obviously, and we hope people will do, because unfortunately, uh, the site is still closed.
3: Well, I know the URL is quite long for that, but if if someone goes to english-heritage.org.uk, will they find a link to that?
9: I will. It's on all of social media channels, all the normal channels—Facebook, Instagram, etc. And uh, yes, I think it would be should be quite easy for them to pick up.
3: All right. If you can't find it and want to go directly to the site, I'll re- repeat it again: English-Heritage.org.uk and. Uh Heather Sabir is the senior property curator at Stonehead. She lives quite nearby, she told me, um, and she does that for yeah. English Heritage and keeps a watch on Stonehead. So Summer solstice virtually this year. Thank you, Heather, very much for tipping us off to this. Enjoy. Thank you. You as well. And we'll be right back after this break.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show.
1: Well, four segments of today's live broadcast are now complete as we move right along. Welcome back to the New York City area, everyone. Now it is time for Mary and me to get to part one of this week's special National Communal Forum. Certainly this edition of our show has gained momentum over the past 14 weeks, I guess it is now, Mary. Yep. And we're going to continue to deploy our network of 415 plus affiliates in reverse fashion. Really to provide all of you out there with real-time reports on what's occurring in communities nationwide with the coronavirus and the unrest, That is certainly filtering into parts of the country as well
2: all right let's get right to this holding on the show hotline waiting to connect with us our morning host kevin Rounce from our affiliate am 560 kpq in wenatchee washington and for those of you listening that's about halfway between seattle and spokane and morning host liz calloway is back with an update from our affiliate in myrtle beach fm 94.5 wtkn radio all right so
1: we're covering washington state south carolina good morning kevin and liz it's nice to have you aboard with mary and me for the special National Communal Forum.
5: Good morning, morning, guys.
1: Uh, Great to have you both here. Liz, we're going to start with you in South Carolina. Uh, The last time we checked in with you, it was during our May 2nd live broadcast. A lot has certainly transpired since then. Uh, And I recall you invited all of us down to Myrtle Beach. And as we saw over (laughs) the Memorial Day weekend, many people took you up on that offer. So how are things today as we speak on June 20th, uh, since summer officially starts later today? And what are you expecting for July 4th?
8: Well, you know, it's funny because uh, they said I officially opened, you know, the Red Ribbon. I cut the Red Ribbon for the Grand Strand, and uh, the greater Grand Strand area is open. We have 60 miles of beautiful beaches. Everything is open. There are some businesses that um, have not opened yet, but there are very few of those. And, of course, um, they're all applying. The ones that are open, they have limited capacity in some of the restaurants, but indoor, outdoor dining is open. Uh, People are encouraged to, uh, you know, practice good hygiene, wear a mask if you're going to be indoors in close quarters. But if you're outdoors and moving around, uh, you you know, as long as everyone is social distancing and we have so many uh, wide open spaces on the beaches, it's very easy to uh, practice social distancing.
1: That's good news. I like that. So yeah, you did good a good job hair. inviting everybody down. We like that. Uh, thank
2: you. Right, let's head over to Washington State across the coast. Kevin, good morning. So the unrest in Seattle has certainly been getting our attention in the national headlines. But where you are, you have some beautiful national forests that separate you from that area. I associate Wenatchee, and I'm sure a lot of people listening, if they've been in your neck of the woods, apples, lots of apple orchards. So how are things in the middle of Washington State? Um, are you starting to see signs towards recovery?
5: We are, actually. I was talking with the Chamber of Commerce just yesterday or the day before, and it, there's always the joke here in which there's western Washington and then there's eastern Washington, and they're very different places. Yes, they are. And, and so we we have that mountain range that divides us. We don't get a lot of that unrest that you'll see in that Seattle area, mm. but we are starting to see people come back. Uh, our Occupancy rates last month were the second highest in the entire state we are we, Part of that, though, is the fact that we have so much outdoors. We have lakes, we have hiking, we have mountains, and there's there's plenty of indoor things to do, but so much of our tourism is brought in via people want to get outdoors. They want to get away from the city. They want to get into nature, and that allows us to continue to attract people. We're still kind of in a weird situation where our particular area has some a little more elevated rates in place right now with the COVID-19, but they are... If you're outdoors as long as you're being socially distanced or physically distanced as i like to say that you're okay there's a, and there's a lot of people have been taking advantage of it and it's lately it's been beautiful weather not so much today but lately it's been really pretty to get outside
2: yeah which i think clearly is the best place to begin as liz mentioned with myrtle beach with the wide open beaches and the wide open spaces and you've certainly got the wide open spaces of a different sort with the lakes and the forests. i'm curious kevin what do you love most about the wenatchee area
5: You can't turn around and have a bad view. I I don't know if there's a possible way that you can stand anywhere in this valley and have a bad view, but really it's the variety. It it really is. What do you like to do? You're not a hiker? Okay. How about taking some time on the lake? We've got that as an opportunity. Maybe you're not so much with the water, but maybe you you like to be in the nature and, and see the animals. You can do that. If you're a fisherman, we have excellent opportunities for you to do that, it's really about the variety of options that you can yeah, have here in that's North Central yeah. Washington. You have a
1: lot of variety in the area. And you know, Liz, uh, first I was going to say I was very happy to hear that if I were to come to the beach in Myrtle Beach right now, I don't have to wear a mask. That's good because I, I often yeah. say being being Sicilian, I tan a lot, and that's not great to have that <laughs> built-in mask. But uh, you know, so, but I want to really know what, what you know. What type of businesses in your area are struggling to make it back that you're maybe concerned about?
2: Well,
8: actually, uh, just last night I went to the Asher Theater, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of wonderful theaters here, and, uh, you know, uh, Carolina Opry, we have the Alabama Theater, and these theaters, um, you know, you have to really think about how you're going to do the social distancing inside in a venue like that. So when I went to the Asher Theater, they have all the guidelines there. There's a hand sanitizing station. Everyone got their temperature checked. If you didn't have a mask, they had one for you so you can proceed inside. And you know what? They had limited seating inside, right. but it was well, a wonderful show. So very uh, responsible. that was really the biggest concern. Okay. Yeah, well, that
1: was concern. Uh, We want to thank both of you very much for joining us today, uh, Liz and Kevin both. Uh, please keep us updated on your areas. Liz, great information you've been sharing with us. Kevin, we'll look forward to checking back with you at some point soon as well. Uh, And thank you, everybody, for being here with us for this first hour. We're rapidly approaching 11 a.m. Eastern Time, it's time for us to wrap Hour 1 of the program. Uh, But don't go anywhere. We got Hour 2 coming right up, and there's a lot more RM World Travel ahead, so stay with us.